Welcome to Voices from the Bench, a dental laboratory podcast. Send us an email at info at voicesfromthebench.com or look for us on Facebook at Voices from the Bench. Greetings and welcome to episode 215 of Voices from the Bench. My name is Elvis. And my name is Barbara. What's happening? What's happening? What's happening, Bob? Oh my God! I think we've spent too much time together today, but I had to say something a little quirky. So I'm good. How are you? We have been doing the interviews today. We've done quite a few. Busy little baby. We have been. What's going on with us? I know, Damn. and they've been fun. They have been some good ones. I'm looking forward to releasing them. Me too. So it dawned on me that there's something we haven't done in a while. Oh, yay. And I think it's time, but we like to raise money for the foundation for dental laboratory technology by selling podcast t-shirts. Woohoo! Now we've done this a few times and every time we do it, after the sale ends, people always contact me because they still want to buy one. So, all right, everybody, here's the deal. <laughs> These shirts will only be for sale for the month of May. I'm not sure the exact end date, but these are limited edition shirts. Now, the cool thing is we really went above and beyond this time, and we got artwork done by the famous Mackenzie Mayer all right. of the Denture Babes. She does fantastic art featuring dentures and teeth and implants and just some cool stuff. If you follow her on Instagram and everybody mentions her on Instagram, she does great art. So she did some really cool artwork because we made a shirt for the upcoming race for the future that's happening in August. And that's the triathlon that Barb, you win every year. Oh yeah. The art actually features a little implant abutment swimming. Oh, that's cool. A little tooth that's running. Oh, that's (laughs) And a set of dentures on a bike. Oh my God. That's fantastic. It, yeah, it's super cool. She did a wonderful job. Big thanks to Mackenzie for doing the shirts. But remember, everybody, they're limited. You have to get them in the batch. Head over to all of our social media sites, our website, or this episode show notes to get a shirt before the sale ends at the end of May. So don't be one of those people that contacts my partner and says, can I get a shirt? And remember... All of the money is given to the Foundation for Dental Laboratory Technology going to continued growth of our industry. Get a shirt and then head over to the Race for the Future 8.0 website to participate in the race or cheer on the racers in the greatest spectacle in dental lab racing. And thank you so much, Mackenzie, for lending us your artistic talent. Super cool. Yeah. Great shirt. Great cause, everybody. Yipper. Please order one or six or one for everybody in the lab. Or order four and get them in five months. But that was just me. That was a rare COVID occasion. (laughs) Don't let Barb bring you down. (laughs) I got mine right away. I'm in it. I'm doing it. Yeah, they're great. So this week, we're featuring three conversations that Barb and I got while attending the DLAT conference back in early April. Now, the DLAT, that stands for the Dental Laboratory Association of Texas. This great once-a-year meeting is one of the better state meetings that happen, and every year, it just gets better. This time, we talked to a ceramist that is actually the son of a removable technician Wade Davenport. I love him. Wade grew up as a third generation technician in his dad's lab in Austin, Texas. Now, Wade brings a lot of passion to learn more about life in the lab. He talks about working in the family dynamic, his loves for all things Vita, (laughs) and basically him and Barb kind of nerd out on ceramic stuff. Yeah, a little bit. (laughs) Luckily, I was working with Preet and I could step away and just let them do their thing. And then we chat to the then president of the DLAT, Richard Wills. We talked to Richard years ago at the same meeting, but this time he comes on to talk about the shows the DLAT had during the shutdown, how many showed up for this meeting, and really how Texas is still getting labs to join the association. It's a great organization. And then we wrap up the episode with A.J. Sheeks. Oh, yeah. A.J. is a tax man. (laughs) No, 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 not the scary type of tax man that you hate because you owe him all your money. He's the type that can get your lab money back from taxes by just doing what you're already doing. A.J. talks about the R&D credit, 
what a lab needs to do to get it, and what labs are better at getting it. So join us live from the Preet booth at the DLAT with Wade Davenport, Richard Wills, and AJ Sheets. And now a special message from our good friend, Norbert Ulmer from Grow3x. If you want to save and also grow, Grow3x is where you should go. Resins to print night guards for high impact and flex. Look no further because we have them at Grow3x. Burrs for your mills, zirconia for your crowns. With Grow3x, you will be the hottest lab in town. And last but not least, if you seriously want to grow, at Grow3x Aligners, and your doctors will say, wow. Be sure to check out all Grow3x has to offer at Grow3x.com. That's G-R-O, the number three, X.com. And as always, we appreciate your support of the podcast. Thank you. Voices from the Bench. The Interview. It was funny to listen to you uh, pronounce Heeslip. Oh, it's Lord. Heslip? It is Heeslip. Heslip. It, it's Heeslip. Heeslip, yeah. Yeah. Well, I heard you say that, and I started contemplating what I was saying. I was like, is it Heeslip or is it Heeslip? And Welcome to my life. Oh yeah. My, you know my what? life. I, my life. I knew when I started this podcast. We're recording. Oh, I know. I knew great. when I started this podcast that names were going to be hard for me. Oh, I just yeah. embraced it. That's an exactly. What else am I going to do? And I'm the one that always listens to him every time we record, tries to pronounce them correctly. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, God, he butchered that. Well, oh, and even then, it's though, like it you get the amusing. fanatical <laughs> word with it, and you still can't figure it out half the time. It's not my fault people have weird oh, last names, funny. man. I know, right? But Wade Davenport does not have a weird last no, name. No, easy, I do not. Easy. Ba-boom. <laughs> Davenport. What's the lab's name? It's not Davenport. Allen's Dental Lab out of Austin, Texas. Allen's. So is that your dad's name? Yes, ma'am. Allen? You know what? That's a great way to name a lab. Just your first name, Allen's. Easy. Easy peasy. So when did you get in? I've been in for two and a half years now. Yeah, you look a little young. Yep. Yes, ma'am. 24. Really? Yes, ma'am. That's when my son got into it. So did you grow up in the lab? Yes. Third generation. My grandfather started the business. Old army. Was his name Alan? No, his name was Horace Davenport. Was the lab's name Horace before it was Alan? I have no idea, honestly. (laughs) He's just full of questions this morning. Jesus. (laughs) Yeah, so my grandfather started the business, and we've been in Austin the entire since my grandfather moved there, back from going from Arlington down there, and family's been in the area since then. And so, what year was that? Did it open originally? Oh, in the seventies. In the seventies, yeah, seventies yeah. into the eighties. My yep. dad used to talk about going to some of the doctors that we still work with when he was sixteen. Oh, and, sure. Oh, and then cool. they've known me since I was itty bitty. My grandmother going in there holding me and. Nice. Walking in. So I grew up in the lab scraping wax off the floor and <laughs> cleaning up the model room. and Putting the dowel pins in the little patties and making Playing faces. with wax and <laughs> burning myself on the oh, yeah. Bunsen burner. I don't know how many times because I didn't want to learn. Did you cast bugs? No, we didn't do any uh, waxing or casting. We've never. My grandfather was an old denture tech. Oh, so you're still removable only. We've moved more into digital. Like, I do zirconia milling and a lot of of porcelain work and stuff like that. That's my wheelhouse is I know the milling systems. I know the zirconia. I know. Yeah. Gotten more into learning all the the stain and glaze and everything. So that's where my focus has been since I got in. Because my dad's a removable guy originally. Sure. Doing dentures and stuff like that so he was like okay we need something a little bit different i do this stuff on the side but i don't i like doing it but i don't have time to sit there and do it not when i can be doing all on fours so it's like okay let's let's focus more on that let's have you go to the surgeries and make sure all of that's in line and then he's like i'll just qc the work once it's coming out make sure shades are good contours are right everything like that and yeah. Is he a hard QCer for you? Of course. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, well, of course. And the look. Oh, oh yeah. Hell yeah. Well, my you, dad was too. God, he drove me crazy. Well, I love that, though. I love that micromanagey, just like 
makes now, you better. Now, some days when I'm sitting there and it's 8 o'clock and I have a crown due the next morning that I'm, it's a custom shade, it's all wonky, it's like D2 here mixed with a little bit of A3 there, and it's just like, plus all the craze lines and everything, he goes, what the hell is this? And I'm just like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, I don't know. I can't tell you. I'm like, a <laughs> little bit of this and a little bit of that. <laughs> and he'll look at me and he'll just be like, how fried are your eyes right now? And I say, they've been fried for the past four hours and I've just ground <laughs> oh. all this stuff off to redo it. Like, <laughs> but oh, that's funny. I, I still love it. Cause those are the days where it, it pushes me and pushes me to like oh, yeah. get better. And, some of the doctors we work with are very, very big on contours and making sure that line angles are right and how things are. So it's that driving that into you. It just makes you better. Like, yeah. Of course, being a young guy, I'm going to sit there and I'm going to fight, and it's my father, so I'm going to fight back all day long. <laughs> but I, we always look at each other at the end of the day. He goes, so was it worth it? Was it worth you you getting into it with me about this? And like, no. no. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've started learning that more and more. Dad's always right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, especially having that much knowledge. And because he has my grandfather's old knowledge, plus the stuff he's learned, plus everything else. And it's just like, okay, I just need to listen, just need to focus on what he's telling me because it's right. Is your grandfather still alive? If I don't he is not. Aww. He passed away 2004, 2005. Okay, so still very long. young. So yeah. yeah. Is it just you two in the lab now? It's me, my dad, my brother. Oh, oh there's a whole sort of geez. family fighting going oh, on. Oh yeah, and then my mom runs all of the uh, oh, it is the books and stuff like that affair. on the side. So that's really smart, though. Keep it all tight. Everybody. Oh yeah. Well, it's it's just been like that for so long, and mm-hmm. we've always run it as a family-owned business and everything, and we enjoy it so much. Yeah, that's the best tell. part about it is yeah. we. Are able to, we're able to fight, but then it's like, okay, it's Friday, it's happy hour. We we yelled and screamed at each other all week. Let's go have a drink. Let's go have some food. Let's relax. Let's that's cool. Let's get back to where we need to go because we don't want to ruin that relationship no. and being the way we are. It's just like we need. Well, and your life's always around the lab. Even mm-hmm. when you're out, you, my mom used to hate it because we always talked about the lab. Oh yeah, and it never was like not in the conversation somehow. And so it's good to find that balance where you go out, you chill out a little bit. Because, you know, it does get very uh, contentious some days. I, I know. It it really can. And my, my mom hates it because me and my dad will sit there and talk business all day. Yeah. My brother doesn't like it as much. Me and my dad will sit there and talk about materials. Yep. He'll be like, oh, did you see this came out? Did you see this came out? Oh, people are having issues with this. Have you seen that so far? Like, no, not really. And we'll just sit there and bounce these ideas off. Like, here we are at dinner on my mom's birthday. Oh, and she's and like, you stop talking she's about like, dental, please? She's like, I don't want to hear it. I'm done. She's like, let's just move on. We're like, okay, fine. We're done. Let's let's stop for now. Oh. And so you said you've only been in it, what, two and a half years. So yes, when did you decide that you wanted to do it? Or, uh, did, or were you made like I was? Just ask it. <laughs> I don't know. Choice. It was weird because I'd been working in restaurants. I did a lot of high-end restaurant stuff so a lot of caterings high-end parties country clubs stuff like that and one day I was just like so what would you think about me joining the business my mom was against it from the beginning so at first brainchild yeah it was mine my dad wasn't going to push me into it and that was the one thing that he always said I'm not going to push you into doing something you truly don't want to do yeah and I was like I was like well I'm interested in it. I want to see kind of how it is. So I would come in on my days off and sit there and we'd look at things and he'd teach me a few things. He'd be like, oh, that's cool. And I understood it because I'd been around it, but there's still like some of the newer stuff where it's like, oh, okay, I'm starting to really connect the dots on some of it. And he, it just clicked for me. And I got into the porcelain room and started just messing around and I did ceramics all through high school. So I understood glazing and how to like how much you're putting on there can impact it how your colors can change that's cool i've never heard that as long as we've done this podcast somebody to say that they had the class like that in high Mm -hmm. school well it was all pottery it was all pottery and like sculptures and stuff like that but we're still putting glazes on we did that on clay yeah and so you learn because i did it for four years in high school so i learned how to actually like put this stuff together and do these cool crazy weird things because i'd stay there 
after school or hang out there at lunch or whatever and learn all these different things. So you just loved it. I just loved it. And yeah. then I started getting into the porcelain room. I was like, oh, it's the same thing. It's just on a very, very, very small scale. And I, and I took off to it. I, Did you go into any classes or watch any videos? Or, I mean, like... So the first official class I took was with Bart at Densply in, in Charlotte. And that's where I met Brian and Christina. Yep. And that was the first introduction I had, which that was an advanced level course. That was the first. I had no idea what I was doing. But yeah. they were just like, have fun with it. Just learn things. Just kind of gave you a little nudge and said, go for yeah, it. because my dad was there also. And then Bart was like, no, just kind of have fun. Just look at things. He taught me a few different little techniques. And then Brian was kind of throwing in there some stuff also. And both of them were just like, oh, cool. And then through that, it just kind of grew and expanded. And wow. now I do everything from zirconia, all on fours, to... That's a lot in two years. Doing guy. full roundhouse, veneers, Damn. full custom shades. What'd you do? Like get out a contour book and study line angles and anatomy? And that and I do... I spend a lot of tri- chair time. Yeah. I sit there patience because I'm also a registered dental assistant at the same time. So I'll go chair side and I'll sit there with patients and kind of figure things out, especially when we're doing big veneer cases. Like that's a big one, especially in Austin. Austin is a booming veneer market. So we'll sit there like sometimes you sit there for an hour and a half, two hours with a patient. Yeah. You, discussing all the nuances of what they want and what they don't want and, <laughs> well, the and pictures of what they look like 25 years ago. Yeah, been there. Well, and we'll sit there and do a diagnostic wax up in front of them, too. That's where I learned the line angles was from doing diagnostic wax ups. Yep. So I learned how to do that. So I'm sitting there and be like, okay, like carving little things in front of like patients and or even in front of doctors where they're like, oh, I kind of want this. I kind of want this. So it's like, oh, okay. And you kind of see how their hand's moving and how they like things. And then from there, it just grows. Yeah. So you start seeing and noticing different things. Like, I've got some doctors that are just plain Jane. They'll call me and say, what the heck did you do on this? It's got some funky, crazy stuff in it. I don't want it. Let's redo it. And I'm like, all right. Some of them don't even want them layered anymore. They want to see maybe a little bit of a halo. I mean, I do a lot of MTBL2s. And they don't like that translucency look and i'm happy to not do it for them it's faster well it's like it's like we do a lot of darker shades so a3 is the most common shade i get Mm -hmm. every single time but it's nice because i use a lot of the vita stuff so i throw that i do a base layer build some mammalons and and vita a3 throw some some medium enamel across it yep contour it glaze it done out the door yep as long as I have that, most of the time it's it's pretty good. Yeah. When we're doing bridges or like multiple anterior crowns, it's fine. But you know, are time you talking PFMs? Or are you talking like zirconia, Zir- zirconia, coatings, zirconia, or zirconia facials? Or so both? I'm veneering on the facials of zirconia. That's what we do. So okay, yeah. yeah, a lot of that with we use uh, Origin B and D. Brian got us on that. I don't. I've never tried that. It's beautiful. Like it? It's beautiful stuff. We mill pretty much only exclusively Origin BND. Wow. It's absolutely amazing. Like for, for posteriors, once it comes out of the oven, I'll adjust contact, take a couple different burrs to it, adjust my occlusion, use like a fan burr, go around the entire thing oh, yeah. and get like all of those like little pits and yes, pockets off of it. <laughs> hit it with the speed polish. Beautiful stuff. Like it's, it astonishes me sometimes how pretty it looks and the translucency is amazing and you get to see it in the mouth oh yeah so you're it doesn't have that opaque sometimes they have Mm -hmm. that opaque dead look and sometimes they look super vital it sounds like that material is super vital it does very well and that's one thing we've we've found about it is as far as like especially doing anteriors because you know you think you got it right but then next thing you know you're you need to make it more towards an a4 when it and when (laughs) the shade you took is like a a two and a half, a three. <laughs> yep. So yeah. it's like, all right, Damn it, man. Those are always the fun cases, though. I I enjoy it most of the time. We get to know the patients because since me being so young, I have to redo it two or three times. But luckily, and I've been so thankful for this. Some of the the doctors we work with have just worked with me through it. They're like, 
you know what, you're doing your best. We know you're devoting your time. You're taking time away from the bench to come in here. That is the number one, in my experience, most beneficial thing as a ceramist Mm -hmm. is to get in the mouth and take a look at how everything relates to actual real teeth. Oh, 100%. It's just that learning, you can't replace that. And they probably recognize that you're going to be doing this for 30-plus years. Oh, yeah. So get you trained and get you trained well and... You'll be their ceramist forever. That's the end goal, and eventually I'll take over the family business and yeah. everything like that. And Is that the goal? Yeah, that's Always. the goal. I want to. Elvis is bad. Yeah, I came in, and you guys were talking <laughs> ceramics, so I just kept my mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the goal is to Good end up you. is to end up doing that, and I love doing ceramics. I lo- I'll sit there in the porcelain room if I don't have anything better to do, and just sit there and play with random things because that's where you learn. Is Best just way to learn. Yeah. Sitting there and tinkering and. Because I'll have that, have that mechanical plus that artistic mindset yeah. so I can bounce back and forth and think, oh, will this work? Will this work? No, this didn't work last time. Maybe if I try this. So it's just like I have, ti- pretty cool. I have the time to do that. A lot of I've been so thankful for that. A lot of ceramists starting out don't have the time to sit there and play with things. It's you stick your nose down and you you stay there. The entire day, you get up and you have your five-minute bathroom break here. You that have your was lunch. my son. I swear to God, he never moved. Not that I forced him to not move. A lot of labs don't allow move. the technicians to use oh, up yeah. porcelain if it's not for a case. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It allows you to play with it. I've heard that a few times that they wish they had that ability. Oh, I, yeah. I love being able to sit there play and play with, with it because that's, that's how you – all right. <laughs> I hope all our it. listeners know where my mind's at right now. Oh, my now. gosh. <laughs> the look Barb gave me. <laughs> I'm sorry. I couldn't resist. Oh, my God. All right. All right. Move on. <laughs> no, but it's the truth. You actually learn your materials. You can do it yes. so much better. Yeah. That's. What do you use on Emacs? So do you use Emacs? No, ma'am. We don't so do. It's zirconia? Uh, for when veneers. We, so when we do veneers, we use Mar- uh, Vita Mark IIs. Wow. Love it. Full Feldspathic. So you're a Vita Lab, pretty much. Yes. Okay. I use Vita ovens, Vita porcelain. Yep. What? Oh my God! It's that's beautiful. So hard. Yeah. It's beautiful. That's how I started. It's it's a pain in the butt. Luckily, this milled feldspathic is so easy to work with. I love, I love it. Yeah. Does it come in block or puck? It's a block. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Mill it on an MCXL wet. Yeah. It's oh. similar to Emacs how you mill it, but I like it because it has such a better translucency because it's feldspathic. Emacs is, yeah. It's Emacs. Yep. Emacs is Emacs, no matter how you put it. But that Vita Feldspathic Mark IIs are beautiful. So all of our Vita listeners, y'all, gotta try it. I remember uh, when we had to do foil, and then we did refractory, and we'd have to build the margins and soak it in water and use a vacuum to suck it all out. Oh, my God, that was a pain in the ass. No, I just hit a button after yeah. I put it in the MCXL, <laughs> and it just. It just goes. Yeah. That's the best part about it. Do but you like designing? I do. My brother mainly does quite oh, a bit okay. of the design work. I started doing design, so I, my dad was like, you have to know what a tooth looks like in the mouth. You also need to know what it looks like on the computer and be able to design because I'll still design some of my anterior stuff when like, my brother's a little stumped. He's like, ah, oh. because he's been doing it for about a year. So he's what, like, you know what? I'm a little stumped right now. Yeah. How much do we need on cutback? How do you like it? do this do that and i'm like okay so i like this i like this you don't have to worry about putting this in there because i'll do that in the green state yep. because i don't mind sitting there fine-tuning it in the green state i have time it's easy it, easier it, it really is yeah. and you know using the like the wagner green state contouring system it's just so Slam so up. yeah it, it's so easy like yeah. it's to the point now where i'll like posteriors just get the sprues off of there color them because we still um i know a lot of labs don't do this but we uh we still color uh zirconia crowns we talked to somebody last week that's still doing it so yeah and i think brian's big on it us out there yeah yeah brian's big on it and um i was like okay like i love it because i can do some crazy shades mm-hmm. so origin makes like their liquids and stuff so i'll mill it in the origin clear uh, beyond hybrid i'll take that and then dip it or uh, paint over it or anything like that and like get a shade you can't get out of a normal puck i can get a 5m2 i just had a 5m2 anterior go in the mouth wow which is dark 
I know. I've, so, got the, I've got the Mio, and I've got a conversion chart on how to get that. Mix a little of this soul. Mix a little of this. The, yeah. It makes it easy also because Vita has their colored porcelains for it. Yeah. And the new Lumex is amazing. It doesn't fire. I don't. Did you ever play around with, like, VM9? Mm-hmm. VM9 fires, like, really, really high. I had issues with it opaquing modern zirconia because it was made for, like, a 3Y. Yeah. When Makes we're sense. milling... 4Y now, sometimes it's like 4 and 5, so it opaques it out after your, your, third, your third go. Because when you're going up to 900 degrees Celsius, what do you think? You're it's nuking just, it. Yeah, you're, you're really <laughs> nuking it. You're yeah. almost taking it to regular centering temperature. Yeah. You're taking it above half. Yeah. So it's like that got put into perspective, and I was like, okay, I need to start using different stuff so i played around with some of the dense seltra stuff i still like seltra i use their um their gum kit sometimes um their pink is absolutely beautiful especially when you have doctors that are old dense people that they use the dense shade guide the gum shade guide that and they're never gonna switch they're never gonna <laughs> switch but it works for them and that's what they like and at the end of the day most of those dense ply gum tissue colors are and that acrylic that they had, that one ninety nine, yeah, is one of the best All acrylics yep. ever made. My, I remember my dad is still throwing a fit about how he can't get it, but <laughs> he switched over to HIPAA now. But oh, it's HIPAA cool. still beautiful. It's still a pretty. I don't know any of that, so I'm not a removable tech. But I do know the first. Yeah, so, I walked into HIPAA. I know. Isn't that the? Uh, no, you're not, a, not oh. the HIPAA you're thinking. No, it's, a it's, a, it's an acrylic. Yeah. Oh, they named it after the organization that protects hey. patients' rights. Hey, Asdensply. <laughs> 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 that that's the only thing you need. Asdensply. Yeah. That's almost as bad when Alanis had the bars that were called ISIS. Oh my like, gosh. <laughs> Oh, Lord. (laughs) So how about the meeting? How many years have you been coming to this meeting? This is my second year in a row. It's our our second? It's our second, but we had two years off. Yeah, because I know y'all weren't here last year. Last year was really small, and that was the first time here. We were live but not live? We were live but not live. Yeah, and no, I... You love it? I like it. It's it's not a bad drive up from Austin, and of course we're unable to make it up to Chicago this year. Yeah. So, have you been to Chicago? I have not. That's mm. the oh, yeah. because this times what do you think twenty? Easily, yeah. <laughs> well, and it's the tabletop clinics. I was disappointed when Peter Pizzi wasn't able to be here yeah. because I was like, I've been wanting to take his courses for so like ever That's since awesome. I got into Lumex, his yeah. how he does things is just amazing and. Of course, being a Vita guy, it's just like it fits in so well to the wheelhouse, and you're able to get that workflow down. Yeah. What happened? Well, he just missed his flight, or something got his flight Today? got canceled. Aww. Yeah. Bummer. Yeah. But no, I agree. I was disappointed because Drew, the Vita booth, was like, I was like, oh, yeah, he was going to even be doing some tabletop clinics. I brought the oven out and everything. I was like, are you serious? Yeah. Peter's a good guy. Now I'm really pissed. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I sent my dad a text and I was like, Peter Pizzi isn't here. He goes, so the one reason you really came up there, he's not there. And I was like, you know, you're right, but oh well. Yeah, it's, you're, you're right, but I'm not going to tell you you're right. But exactly. you can hear it on the podcast. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> this is how I really talk about you, Dad. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Which it was all good. I'm just just teasing. Oh yeah, I want to go to Chicago though. That's like yeah. the next You'll step because you have to. I, There's nothing. like I it. I love seeing all the getting my hands on something because it's like you can look at brochures, you can watch. I don't know how many Zoom. It's not the same classes, quote unquote. If you actually want to call them a class, it's like an hour and a half, and half the time you can't hear what the going on or it's blurry or whatever. I'm tired of it. I want to sit down. I want to get my hands on a material. Exactly. I want to get and actually discuss Mm -hmm. about the material. And that's what I loved last year. I sat down with Daniel at the Adite booth. I don't know if you all have met Daniel. I have. Yeah. Yeah. We have. Yeah. Yeah. Me and Daniel sat there for hours and just talked. And it was amazing because, like, he understands zirconia so well. Mm -hmm. So he was able to, like, put some of this stuff in perspective Mm -hmm. to me. And I was like. Whoa, okay, because I've always... Ding, ding, ding. It, it all makes sense now, because <laughs> yep. he's a genius. He's very, very, very smart. Of course, he's been 
working in the R&D department as far as zirconia and materials yep. go for so long. But, yeah, it was that was wonderful to see. Half the fun of these meetings is nerd talk. It really is, <laughs> which is what I like to do. It, yeah. It kind of confuses some of the doctors because I'll talk about it. I'll have one of the doctors that got actually allowed me to start doing his ceramic yeah. stuff. Now I, I'll talk about stuff, and he goes, no, 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 no. You got to dumb it down. He's like, yeah. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, do what you, do. he's like, do what you've been doing, and it's – it worked because I started doing those zirconia all on fours for him. And I think I have three, like, full over fulls. So out on the street. Yeah, out on the street. So Click, Clicking away every time they talk. They actually don't click that much. I don't really? know if you've ever heard them in the mouth because um, I did one for a big, big burly guy, construction worker, and I'm talking huge, yeah, huge yeah. teeth. He's sitting there. Sounds just normal. He said there was no extra vibration. Interesting. Well, of course, we do a slide over. So, zirconia over a bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and it takes a little bit of that. It takes yeah. a little bit of that off of it, which is which is nice. And, yeah. of course, being a Nobel lab also and using Procera and everything, we get that support we need. Yep. Wow. Nice. I know you're with Preet, but. It's all know. good. No, it's all good. <laughs> It's all good. He's with the podcast right now. Uh, For one minute, anyways. The podcast is. (laughs) For right now. Non-biased. Yes, we are non-biased. Until we start talking about ceramics again. And he's going to be like, oh, all right. Elvis Elvis has left the building. So when you take over the lab, is it going to become Wade's? I have no idea. I haven't thought that. That's a great question. Uh, I need to take my CDT and pass that first. And then we'll go from, I need to get a couple years, like, three four five years more down the road yeah get that cdt going because i'm curious to see also how the cdt test is going to go within the next couple years with a lot of the more milling stuff coming out and well actually i'm on and yeah oh cool and we just revised a lot of the questions a couple weeks ago Mm -hmm. and updating and getting rid of you know the the non uh revelant Non, uh, relevant. No, it's not that word. It's not relevant. 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 Yeah. The non-relevant questions. Yeah. God, I hope you edit that out. <laughs> and, Just for um, saying that, I won't. Yeah, really, really. We were all stumped things. on that one for a I moment know, there. Like, where is my brain? So I did get up at 4 a.m. Just saying. Yeah. To get here. So happy to be here. So yeah. So what else is in store for you guys? Anything new? Just growth right yeah. now. We moved. We got our own space, moved out. We were in a prosthodontist office, and oh, we wow. we God, started growing. That's fun. <laughs> well, <laughs> the the prost that we were with was one of the original guys that implemented veneers into the army's prost wow. program back in the '60s. That's so cool. he did a lot of veneers. He did <laughs> a lots and lots of veneers, and he was the one that was like, he did a lot of uh, Mark, Vita Mark twos. He'd been working with. Vita since school. You would think that an army prosthodontist who did veneers would be against milling veneers. He's a nerd. So, yeah. he, so he updated his brain. Yeah. He also had a master's in nuclear engineering oh. from MIT. Yeah, so he's got a little intelligence. He, he, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he probably would have known that word we needed to know. Yeah, exactly. No. And Relevant. So, relevant. And... We, we just had a lot of growth, and three people in a small prosthodontist office doesn't go very well. Needed wh- more room. Exactly, and we're struggling a lot as far as production goes. Now we're working half the amount of hours, and we're doing double the work. Nice. So That's the American dream. It's, it's amazing, <laughs> but we're still like, we have all this time. Why not fill it with more work? So we're out, like, especially with Nobel, like getting stuff for all on fours going and we get extra side work through that because especially doing a lot of implant bridges and stuff like that because some labs they don't like to really mess with implant stuff like they'll have like the regular lab i love implants i hate implants i love implants both of (laughs) y'all sorry (laughs) i love them it makes it easy on me yeah it makes it super easy on me i don't have to sit there and ditch a model and try to find a Try to find a margin because yeah. it's a Thursday afternoon and the doctor wants to get down to his house on the coast. And he's not, he's, and he's, that, that he, no, he's got the drink in mind. He doesn't oh, have yeah. work in mind. He's got the drink in mind because he's going to make his wife drive down there so he can chill. He can chill and relax to be able to enjoy the week. But you get a couple messed up margins. I don't have to worry about that. If, yeah, a, nice. if we do a custom abutment and the margin's not 100% perfect, if we have to refine it a little bit, you know, yeah. Just hit it with a burr. Yeah. 
You, right. Clean you it up. I see your point, but I still don't like them. <laughs> as long as the impression's good. As long as you go through how to make sure that the doctor's taking yeah. the impression right. They know their materials. They're not going to stretch that impression. Anything like that. It's they all, use the right parts. They <laughs> use exactly that. And that's just sitting down with them and working. Like that's the nice thing. Being such a small lab, we're in these offices every day that's awesome yeah. so you're, you're going chair side i'll go chair side not nice. as much now but i was for a while i'm still getting back into it my dad mainly goes chair side for a lot of things and, sure but it's it's nice being able to like see things and see the workflow oh, yeah. and understand what a doctor's doing because there's that mentality of oh what the heck did they do here why did they do this and then they're sitting there at the same time wondering why it just there was one little thing that got messed up communication wise yep. and it's the same thing versus you want to take a closed tray impression or an open tray impression. It all depends. If you're mm. doing multiple and you're going across like a certain thing, sometimes it might be a little bit better to I agree. <laughs> to take an open tray versus yep. a closed. And then it's just talking with them through that process. So that's one thing that we've really, really learned. That's awesome. Just by working chair side. Yep. Exactly. Working chair side is the best way to do it. If you have the opportunity, you can learn so much more as a technician if you're able to sit there with the patient. Because other than that, when you have a script come across your bench and it's just like, oh, number this, this is what we're doing. There's no emotion. There's no emotion to it. And that's one thing I love about going and doing like custom shades and stuff. Because I'll have like the patient ask, so... If we want to, like, later down the road, say this one starts going bad here because we're replacing a lot of those Empress and Emacs crowns that or veneers that were in there. So they're re-prepping some of those back, and they're like, can you kind of make it look like that but make it look a little bit, like, more translucent? Can you do this? Yeah. What do you want? What yep. do you see? They're happen- more involved they're more when in- you meet them. Exactly. It's and it's really like great. that the bigger guy that I made the full over full for his original teeth had about a four millimeter gap between them. So, so we designed it where he had that four millimeter gap. I'm telling you, it looks exactly like his, he wanted to keep the four millimeter gap. He did because that's his signature style. If that makes sense. That's what he was known for. Big burly guy. He's got, (laughs) he's got the big burly teeth. He was like, I, he's like, I want, I want to have my signature style, Amen. and it's yeah. like, hey, you want that? Why you got not? it. Yeah. <laughs> you, you got it. If it's, it's one of those things. If you want me to paint a heart in there, I can paint a heart in the, your two front teeth if you want me to. I, I mean. <laughs> I just I, put a damn diamond in a cuspid that she wanted to stick it out, and the diamond was almost as big as the cuspid, I swear to God. R- it was so tacky, but she loved it. <laughs> I she haven't had it. anything like that come into the I've lab I've never yet, done anything so. like that in my career, and it was Emacs oh. with this. Not gold, mm-hmm. but Emacs. Because I know crazy. I had seen a lot of those done in like the past where they were like cast in gold and maybe like veneer a little porcelain across oh, the yeah. face. Do a Initial. PF, yeah, do a yes. PFM with it, yep. and yep. then they could set a diamond in because you can cast the, yes, that exactly. spot in there, but doing that in... Emacs doesn't sound like the most yeah. fun ever. I milled the wax, then seeded the diamond, then pressed it, and then oh wow, she bonded it in place. Yeah, it was fun. That's crazy. But that, well, thank really, you for yes, uh, coming talking with us. Yeah, it's been we great. Appreciate it. Yeah. yeah, it's been absolutely wonderful. You know, I've been listening to y'all's podcast for probably about the last year or so. Well, that's good because we've gotten better, I think. <laughs> we were good a year ago, too. <laughs> I was talking about the first one or two, but yeah, thank I don't think you. I've heard those. Now that you mention it, I'll go back and I'll oh, listen to Lord. those. And we had questions. We and talked like this. Yes. <laughs> Our personality's finally flourishing. <laughs> well, it's just like you Elvis have to find that balance. It's just like knowing like where you can talk. It also depends on who sits down with you. Of course. Very, very true. And it is really cool being face-to-face, though. Oh, yeah. You can see eyes I love and this. energy and, you know, hand talking. And, and even though there's a bunch of stuff going yeah, on here at the fun. conference, it's like we can still – have this little space to just talk and yep. just hang out, which is yeah. wonderful. Well, Love it. I really awesome. thank you for coming by and yeah, appreciate your folks it, Wade. We said hello and I make will sure for they sure. listen to this. Tell yes, your dad to say hi. Tell I your dad will. to pay you more. I've been talking to him right now because I'm like, hey, <laughs> Jill over at NOAC is like, hey, do you need this? Do you need this? And I'm like, come talk. 
talking to him back and forth, yeah. and he's like, okay, i got to ask the boss. So it's yeah. like. Is the boss your mom or your yes, dad? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> she, oh, yeah. She wouldn't let him handle that stuff. <laughs> Not dad. I wouldn't boss. even let myself handle some of that <laughs> stuff. But funny. No, it's. Straight up mama. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. great. Cool. Cool, Wade. We appreciate it. Thank yes, you. sir. Enjoy it's the rest amazing. of the show. Yeah, thank you very much. And your name's easy, too, for Elvis. I'm just going to start with we that. We have the D-A-L-T-L Presidente, Richard Wills. How are you, sir? Yeehaw, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> the most Texas greeting of all. Yes, and this is your meeting. How's it going? This is your year, this your is, meeting? This is exciting. This is. I've been a lot of hard work and... A new venue. And yeah. It's actually turned out really well. So let's talk about this. You guys had the meeting last year during the pandemic. Whenever we had two during the pandemic yeah. with nobody else putting them on. Yeah. So you did it in October. It wasn't, it wasn't was March. It of tw- March of 2020 was canceled. March of 2020 was canceled five days before we were supposed to be here. Yep. Still so have my flight credit from that. And then you did it that we fall. We did it in October. October. That's right. It was October. And okay. We and actually, then again. We actually had 27 or 8 vendors. In October. In October. That's cool. With over 100 people showing up. Yeah. Wow. With everything set up to be COVID. Yep. Six feet apart and whatnot. Everybody and wore a We were live suit. but not live. Live so but not live. So everybody yep. was jazzed. I can tell you that. It was a great positive energy. Everybody was super happy to be at and a meeting. And then you had it again in 2021. We turned yep. around in March of 21. We did October it to March. That's the only two in the country during that time frame. Yeah. Yep. Bad Which, Texans. We were just wanted just to saying. prove that it was safe for us crazy lab techs that have smelt and inhaled and had all kinds worse, of chemicals right? soaked into us that <laughs> you can't keep us down. We're all full of minerals in our lungs that shouldn't be there. So what about this year's show? What are we looking at? Are we looking at 200 people? As of yesterday morning, we had over 200 registered. Nice. And we've had quite a few today Yep. come through the registration and register that were not yeah. registered before. There's a lot of people we'll, here. And there will be more tomorrow. Saturday is always bigger. Mm-hmm. Yep, makes sense because everyone's working. Yeah. So, and of course, we've kind of opened it up where everything that happens in the main lecture hall is live streamed. Yep. So you can go to other classes, get your credit, and because you paid for registration, you get to go home and watch the live stream so you don't get to miss So you don't miss anything. And you get those credits as well. Sweet. Nice. So you can really rack up a lot of credits at this thing. Yeah, I think there's 35 or 6 credits available this weekend. Wow. That's a good weekend. So try to make it good for everybody. Yeah, why the venue change? Because it was been at the Hilton for a long time. The venue changed due to money. Yeah, makes um, sense. Yeah, It was an okay facility, but everybody hated the one elevator. Yeah, you know, there's two, always that one elevator. would fit in it. It hardly worked. Yeah. And otherwise, it was steep steps that people kept falling down. Mm. So Ooh. they had the room. It just, yeah. plus, they were expensive. Yeah. You know, we won't get into that, but sure. it, was, it probably cost us a third of the price here. Wow. This is a nice there. venue, too. Oh, right? I love yeah. it. It's a great it's, area. Yeah. I believe we had the conference here in 2000. Oh, okay. Wow. I didn't realize that. Yeah. yeah it's been, but they've renovated, and it's a nice facility. They really worked with us, and we sold out the hotel. There yeah. wasn't a room available. Yeah, this place is packed. So, of course, we've got the OR... Oh, it's the Ortho. Yeah, I ran into somebody getting some coffee. That's that's their national organization. They've partnered with us, and this is their conference every year here. Yeah. So they're downstairs meeting, and and they can come to our courses and get credit, and we can go to theirs. And And I I find that interesting because a lot of labs don't know much about Ortho or, uh, you know, traditional labs. And I think it's good that they do because it comes into regular labs all the time. I have a lab that's full service. Okay. And I have a young lady that sits and makes retainers all day. Really? So we don't differentiate. Yeah. I mean, but you do full, full service. Right. Most labs that say full service don't touch ortho. Well. (laughs) Yeah, you're right, because we're full service and we don't do ortho. I don't don't do custom abutments or metal bars. I cast metal frames. Yep. Crowns, everything but custom abutments and So you're still casting at your lab. I'm printing an RPD frame with a 3D printer 
and then burning it out and casting. Nice, nice. It makes sense. I've got the printer. Why not make it work? Yeah. yeah. So. How, how large is your lab? There's four of us. Oh, nice. So. And you're, you own it, right? You're the yes. owner? Yes. Been doing this your whole life? Uh, 34 years. Damn. I went in the Air Force in 88 to be a mechanic, and they put me in dental lab school. <laughs> and Here you are. <laughs> this dumb redneck of a farm boy learned how to make teeth, and I've been doing it ever since. Yeah. Nice. So, how long have you been with the DLAT? Probably uh, just as 20, long. <laughs> 22 years ago was my first meeting here that I came and yeah. became a member. I've been on the board five or six years. Okay. So, yeah. And you've enjoyed that journey? It's been fun. You know, it's been very educational. I've met a lot of really good people. Yeah. You almost get more than what you give. Oh, heck you know, yeah. I got involved. I think everybody needs to get involved. Yeah, I got involved because I kept talking to people. Why can't? Why aren't y'all doing this? Why aren't you giving these classes? Because at one point it was all Crown and Bridge classes, mm-hmm. and yep. I was in a removable lab. Yeah. So what's benefiting me to come to the show? Yeah. And the lady told me, "Well, if you don't like what you see, get involved and help change it. Make a difference." I've yeah. heard that. I think that's a great response. How do you get involved? Yeah. Start volunteering to be a class captain, or work in a registration booth, or be on a committee. Get on the board. Every yeah. board has a committee. You know, there's lots of committees that we have that the bylaws state has to be th- at least three people, and only one of them can be a board member. So you got to find non-board so member people to be involved. Who do yeah. you fill those? Those people want to be involved. Yeah. And I think we've done some wonderful things. Growth is a good thing, and we've seen growth in a downtime. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you get, you're still getting labs on board joining the. Oh, yes. Yeah. We probably, in the last two weeks, have probably had at least 10 or 12 new labs placed, you know, yeah. get their membership. That's cool. We went from about two years ago, we had right at 500 members. Yeah. And right now we're at like almost 670. Nice. What do you think makes the Texas Association so successful? What's that secret ingredient? Because, you know, you hear about a lot of them, you know, not having successful meetings and or, you know, they're going under or memberships memberships are are down. But yours are up. What's your secret? Well, we've had lots of discussions about it, looked at it from every way. I spent a lot of time the last couple of years going to other meetings, fun in the sun, Chicago, Lab Day East, you know, just getting out there, getting out there and seeing. I was supposed to go to Florida during COVID when they put their show on, and I ended up not going because they didn't have time. The board was busy and didn't have time to meet with me. Yeah, which I get that. You know, I'm on the board here, and my time is very precious. Yeah. So I ended up not going out there. It just with everything else going on, it just didn't make sense. Sure, but learning and observing how other people do it. And I see a lot of other organizations have a group of people that that's all they do is put on the conference. And those people get paid. Yeah, they have an organization that helps put it on, sure. Our conference is put on by our board. Yes, it takes more time than we should be putting into it. But we're all volunteers. Yeah. Keeps costs down a lot, I imagine. It (laughs) keeps our cost way down. And things like moving the venue. Okay, you got a nice hotel, but what's it costing? Yeah. If it's costing you $47 for a box lunch to feed everybody. <laughs> yeah. And we paid 43 for the buffet here. Better quality. That was a nice buffet, yeah, it was. Say. It was really good. I was going to say, out of all the hotel buffets, that was a good one. Well, I'm glad y'all liked it. Yeah, I hope it stays at this venue for a while. We're getting feedback from everybody. That's, sure. a, that's an important thing, too. You, know, you listen. We've had a lot of in the past. Well, here's what you got. Well, several of us, Matthew Douglas, that was the president up until last yep. year, we spent, and with Jason, we spent the last three years visiting with vendors. You know, people out are in class and we're visiting with vendors. What do you like? What do you not like? What can we do that's better? We listen. Yes. And yeah, then we, yeah, also, no, sure. we also listen to the attendees. What do y'all want to see? You know, what you know, where my issue when I got home was I didn't see any classes that benefited me. Yeah. Well, no one asked my opinion. When I give it, they're like, <laughs> well, get involved if you want to change. 
well, we're telling everybody, tell us what you want so we can fix it. Yeah. And I think that's why we're growing. We're, we're actually listening. It's huge. And because you're listening, you're bringing in speakers that people want. Therefore, they're coming to the meeting. It's like our speaker sense. list was full. And Jason actually had to turn away a couple because we didn't have a slot for them to speak in. That's a good thing. Yeah, yeah it you know, is. There's been many years with empty classrooms. Yeah. Not because yeah. there wasn't people, but no speaker. On the subjects that people are asking about. Yes. That's the key. You can find someone to speak, but if they're not talking about anybody once a year, I mean. You know, I, what's the I remember 15 years ago, every class you went into was a sales pitch. Yeah. 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 You know. Who the hell wants to hear that, well, honestly? It's continued. Elvis. <laughs> Just kidding. What? Well, you're speaking, so that's all. I was that was a joke, and no sales bad taste. whatsoever. Well, you know, think <laughs> about it. It's CE continuing education. It's not a shopping trip. It is yeah. a shopping trip. We go to the vendors. We buy what we need. I, I yeah. bring my shopping list with me instead of calling them ahead of time so that they can get credit here for yeah. the sales they made because yeah, I've sure. learned that's what's important. That is what's you important. Know, y'all are not going to support a show that's not benefiting your company. Yeah, absolutely. So works both ways. I like to give that respect right back. You support us, we support you. No, we appreciate that. It's organizations like this that give us a platform or vendors a platform to get out there. Yeah. And and it, I, I think y'all's platform is probably one of the best things that's happened to the industry in a uh, long time. Thanks. Just giving people a voice. That's what we try to do. And he and I still get along fairly well. It's been four years, you know. It's a long time. So I have a question about board. So is there a past president seat on your board, or are you done? So once you're president, you're out. My phone keeps ringing. (laughs) I know. (laughs) (laughs) So that so once you're president, then you you time out. Well, yeah. Started out as secretary treasurer. Yep. Worked into vice president. We actually froze the board for two years trying to. Yeah. When COVID started, because. Yeah. We were we were working on things, trying to fix them, and how can you fix things when nothing's going on? Yeah. Yeah. And then now I've been president for a year, and it's been a great year. And when does it end for you? At May this meeting? 1st. Or? Oh, We changed our fiscal year from December 1st to May 1st. Well, you have elections in January, so you can announce them at the show 1st of April. And then they have a month to eat their Wheaties. Yes. <laughs> now, now we're actually passing the ballot around. Last year we did it for the first time. The ballot got passed around at the show for elections instead of it being online. Oh, okay. You know, there's a That's lot cool. of dental people that don't go to the web page. Yeah, sure. And go, ooh, there's elections. Who's the choices? True. Yeah. But if you catch them here in person, they're going to vote. And then they get a voice. Is that why people are walking around trying to buy votes? Is that what I saw earlier? Yeah, my pockets get a little full. <laughs> Five bucks? Sure, I'll vote for you. I don't even live here, but right on. So are you already awesome. involved in next year's meeting? A year before, or you guys wait until this meeting's closed and then we'll you start a, next year's? We'll have a meeting tomorrow night to all discuss the good, the bad, how all this went. Yep. Next week, we'll send out questionnaires to everybody about what they liked, what they didn't like. That's vendors and attendees both. Yeah. And we'll have a meeting around the 1st of May, inducting the new officers and having a meeting starting off next year's conference building. And then you're going to Hawaii. (laughs) Key West. I'm out. Oh, that's my territory. Good for you. Well, thank you for all you've done. It's been an amazing meeting, and I know Elvis and I have enjoyed it. Yeah, we appreciate the support yep. that your board has always given the podcast, oh, yeah. but just the industry in general. I mean, it's it's great. Well, thank y'all. It's always a pleasure to listen to y'all. And Thanks. Visit with you. Thank you so much. I know much y'all stay super busy. I don't know how you find time to do this. Also, four a.m. Right. this morning, I was up. I'm like, I'm gonna get there. <laughs> with a smile on my face because I really enjoy, and I know Elvis does, being out here and actually talking to somebody face-to-face. And Cute. you got all this energy and all this buzz, and it's it's a little bit addicting. I love it. So I just want to see what good the title to Elvis' class does as far as attendance tomorrow. Are people g- couple of studs at the are bar. people going to show up just to see what that's all about? I hope so. That's the idea. How did you come up with that? 
It's stud attachments. Well, I know that. And stud attachments on bars. Oh, you're just so So a couple of studs at the bar. Now you, you wonder why <laughs> the memes are so amazing. Right here. He's a smart mother blanker. Trust me, if you come to the, my presentation and you don't laugh, then something's wrong asleep. with you. Because <laughs> I don't do anything without turning it into a joke. Oh, that's great. <laughs> you got to well, keep luck. them happy. Yep. I hope so. Richard, again, Thank we you. appreciate it. Great meeting. Yes. Looking forward to tonight. Congratulations. Your reception, right? Yes. Where you're yep. honored. All right. Yes. Do what we can. All right. Well, enjoy <laughs> it. Thanks, Richard. Thank, Thank you. AJ Sheik from the American Business Incentive Services. What is that? It is a national incentive tax provider. We use the same federal tax incentives and state tax incentives that the Amazons of the world use not to pay any taxes. We take that same concept and apply it retroactively to business owners, small and medium-sized, that we help educate as to the opportunity they have to recover some of the taxes they paid that they should not have paid if their CPA had used the R&D tax incentives. Oh, so this is R&D taxes. It's R&D taxes. Okay, yep. Yep, I've heard about this a few times in, in our in our field. So you're able to go in and get labs to save money or get money back from get, taxes. Get money yeah. back. What's the most common way that people are finding some ways to save? Well, we work in several vertical markets. My particular one is dentists and also in the construction area. Okay. All trades. I work primarily with roofers and HVAC companies. Oh. And then I've been a member of the associate member of the dental laboratory group here in Texas for the past two years. So how did you find out about labs? Well, there's a young lady who used to own a lab, helped me start a delivery company when I was unemployed for a short period of time. And that's how I got used to the dental labs. I was picking up dental processes and taking it to the dentist. Wow. And uh, some of them were rather um, quick deliveries. Yeah, sure. And the young lady who got me started is actually here, not presenting, but she... I saw her walking around, so we had a good chat. That's fantastic. Nice. That was 30 years ago. 30 years wow. ago. <laughs> yes. Yep. Damn. So you were a delivery driver. Yep. <laughs> Owned the only company. And, uh, sometime after I started the company, my wife passed away, and I sold the company and uh, went on to other things. But I've always had a fond memory of those days when I was running all over Dallas delivering dental prosthetics. So. That's where I started, so. delivery. So why taxes? Why did you get into taxes? My background is hospital administration. Oh, okay. And I had worked in a lot of different fields since retiring from the Army. And I was in the Medicare health plan arena. Mm-hmm. As I say, helping older folks younger than I am to get the right They're decision made about their yeah. healthcare. <laughs> and one of my colleagues told me about this company. So I went up to the dentist and interview with the, with the business owner and Really, really liked what he was telling me. And it got me working with businesses again, which was my preference over working with individuals. Since I'd owned some small companies, I've been working with business owners most of my life after retiring from the Army. So when he told me what he was doing, I was just sort of captured by the idea that I could actually help some companies. And uh, it would be an, an enjoyable relationship of trying to find ways to help small business recover money, especially in the economic times that we live in. It provide a little bit of cash influx that's tax-free because they've already paid taxes on that money. And it's like recovering money they didn't know they had. Hmm. They get really excited when they get a check from IRS. So how do you go about doing that? I mean, how do you work with a company? What do they need to do? What do they need to give you to be able to find all of that information and well we start off with a famous non-disclosure agreement yeah so we keep everything on the table and then we ask them to load up five years of taxes into a confidential dropbox type configuration and then we interview the the business owner we have a technical writer that does that and then we pull together the information from the interview match that up with the taxes sent it to our CPA firm that specializes in tax incentives. And they come up with an amended tax return projection. And then we sit down with the business owner, go over that. If the business owner likes it, then we engage with a engagement letter 
the contract with the, with the business owner. If he doesn't like it, then we part ways and no fee to the business owner. Oh. If we find out the business owner does not qualify, there's also no fee. All the work we do up front is on us. Yep. But we want to make sure the business owner knows what he's going to be getting. So if the business owner likes what he sees, then wow. we go forward and we take the information that we've provided the CPA. The CPA does an amended tax return. And then we present that to the business owner. At that time, money changes hand. They pay us one half of our fee. And we work on a commission basis, one third of the recovery. And they, when the check comes back from the IRS and the business owner is very statically happy, happy yeah. uh, then we get the other half of our fee. Nice. Well, just like you said, it's money they didn't know they had. That, that's correct. And so a third, it's like Morgan and Morgan. They don't pay you until we win. Yeah. <laughs> and that's kind of what you do. So how far back do you guys go? We can go five back years. three years based upon oh. the statute of limitations. Three years. Yeah. We asked for five years of taxes. That was because some of the expenses associated with the qualified research activities in the last three years can be carried forward, which increases the potential oh. for recovery. Nice. And then once someone does it and sees three years' worth of gain, they probably do it the next year and the next year we, and the next year. We have a 95% retention rate. I bet. So uh, yes and yes and yes. Mm. They do. I would think so. Free money every year? I'm yeah. in. Sign me up. Yeah. So do you have a lot of dental labs right now that are clients? Or, uh, no, do I you do have a not. Booth at I this just meeting joined or? the organization last year, and I came okay. and just mingled last year. Uh, this time the decision was made a little bit late for me to be a vendor, but I've been here all day interacting with folks. It's been great. And I've met some very wonderful potential clients in here today. Yeah. Yeah, so. good. Yeah, it's, an, it's it's a good service. Yes. There's a few of you in our industry yes. doing it, and it's I think it's good. Well, the difference is, though, when I did the R&D tax credit or tax, what is it, tax credit, right? I yes. Think, yeah. We had to supply, like, papers and papers and papers and papers. It doesn't sound like that's what you have to do. You said that you just have to do your tax returns for five years, correct? Yeah, we generate very little paperwork yeah. on, from That's the standpoint what the of what is. we do. We just ask them to take the, the file, which they already have, mm-hmm. make a click on the computer and put it into the to and drop the it in drop and box. That's yeah. it. And that's all they have to do initially. It's a hell of a lot easier than what we had to go through, I'll tell you, seriously. And how can you tell that you can save someone money just by looking at their tax returns? Um, <laughs> Maybe that's too of a broad of a question. I don't know. Well, it is in a way, but most of the time we can tell by knowledge of the industry that we work with yeah. and the type of things that the industry does and the type of research that they would be involved in that, generally speaking, all people in manufacturing would qualify, all people in technology All people who do trades, because even the most minor thing of making a physical measurement, when you get right down to it, is research and development. It's called physical science. Yeah, yeah. And if you do something and it does not work, you take what you learned from that and apply it to something else to make it work better. So all that is research and development. It's trial and error. So all that comes together to make different types of companies qualify. So it's pretty easy to tell if a company is going to qualify or not based upon the industry. Interesting, yeah. And then a few questions after that would verify. So it's not difficult. The difficulty sometimes is getting the business owner to provide us all the information we need sure. in a timely manner so that we can keep moving forward. Yeah. How many labs do you work on and then find out that they don't qualify? Is it a small percentage or is it 50-50? No, it's a very small percentage. Is because it? Bottom line on the qualification is $20,000 paid in federal taxes in the past three years combined. That's a very, very low threshold. Yeah, you know darn well we're paying more than that. So if they haven't paid that much, then we can't even talk to them. Yeah. If they've paid more than that, then there's potential. They've got to be profitable. Usually they've got to be in business for at least three years. We like to say our sweet spot is five to $50 million in revenue. That's Mm -hmm. gross revenue. Yeah. But we have been all the way down to 400000 in revenue and all the way up to two hundred and ten. Wow. And they are still able to get something oh, yes. back. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Well, I think the most unusual one that the business owner told me when I first joined the company is that a donut shop in the Metroplex recovered $40,000. Wow. And I was 
blown away. I'd be happy a donut girl. shop? <laughs> a donut shop, yes. What sort of research and development are they doing on donuts? Recipes. She started her business. She developed all of her recipes from scratch. So there was a lot of work involved, a lot of items consumed, a lot of tasting done over a period of time. Developing those recipes acceptable to her taste buds and how she wanted to present them to the clients. That's amazing. So, yes, $40,000 for donut chop. <laughs> I just loved it. That's cool. How many ways can you fill a jelly? <laughs> <laughs> that's what she said. Oh, that's hilarious. That's interesting, AJ. Yeah, yeah. thank you. I mean, yeah, it's you know, it's it's nice to get that side of our industry. Yeah. You know, it's important yeah. that lab owners realize yeah. that it's even possible. There could be some money out there that you could yes, recruit that you didn't know that you Available. had. Yeah. And there's businesses that will yeah. actually help you get it. Based upon the COVID and the CARES Act and another piece of legislation. The employer retention tax credit is another tremendous, what I would say, a windfall for employers to, to recoup money from the, from the IRS. That's something that they can recover from 2020 and 2021. So that has the potential of up to $33,000 per employee if they qualify for 2020 and each quarter of 2021. So, wow. There's a lot of potential out there. Yeah, interesting yep. stuff. Well, we'll spread cool. the word. Yeah, appreciate it, sir. Well, Thank my you for pleasure. coming on. Thanks for letting me join yep. you. Enjoy the rest of the show. All right. All right. So let's talk about Wick Mix for a minute. There are three deep print resins for models that do a decent job, and then there is the Whip Mix Vera Models OS. Dr. Michael Scherer, a prosthodontist from Sonora, California, says, and I quote, Whipmix Vera Model OS is one of the finest model resins that I have ever worked with. It's amazing. The popular resins offer the dental laboratory a high-quality, smooth surface finish, extreme precision, reliable accuracy, and fine detail. They can be used in the 385 and 405 nanometer printers, and they are compatible with the silicone-based separators. Vera Model OS print resins are available in ivory, golden brown, gray, and white colors for any model application. For more information, call 1-800-626-5651 or visit Whitmix.com. Super big thanks to Wade, Richard, and AJ for sitting down with us at the DLAT meeting. I'll tell you what, it was really good to be back at a live show And the DLAT did a great job welcoming everybody back, and even though they never really stopped. So I love talking to young, enthusiastic people in our industry and expect big things out of Wade in the future. And a big thanks to Richard for your service on the board and especially taking over the president position. That's a big job, and I know that it's very rewarding to make a difference, but it's also very hard. We appreciate you as well. And for all the lab managers and owners out there, give AJ a call and see if you can save on some money and your taxes. Who doesn't want free money? Thanks, everybody. We appreciate it and already looking forward to getting back to that meeting. Yipper. I keep saying yipper today. I'm a dork. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. It's a personal problem. (laughs) (laughs) No help for me. Yep. Yipper. There's never a phrase I say over and over. (laughs) Never. Have a good week, everybody. All right, everybody. We will talk to you next week. Have a good one. Bye. Yipper. 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 Yipper, 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 yipper.